0: Hi, welcome to Habits and Health and another reading from the Bible episode. It's a special episode, not quite our normal but it's just to help you either get more used to a daily reading habit or get more comfortable with a daily reading habit so that this way you can fit it into your busy schedule until you know you make some changes and find more room for it or whatever, or it's that you gain a little more comfort with it because all I'm doing is cracking up the open the Bible and kind of reading one part of I'm going through it in multiple ways and phases, I guess, however you say that, but um I'm just sharing with you what I would be reading anyhow at least a part of it and we're just working our way through second peter at this point and we're in chapter three so i am reading from the nlt and the life application bible at least as of right now (laughs) so i usually read from it and then i give you a little bit of notes and also um whatever the holy spirit or whatever it speaks to me to share to you. So, um, again, we're in chapter three and we start in verse one, but it's um, titled Hope for Growing Christians. And this is, uh, I'm pretty sure, a very specific title <laughs> to this translation. And it, and a sub theme or subheading is The Day of the Lord is Coming. And it says, This is my second letter to you, dear friends. And in both of them, I have tried to stimulate your wholesome thinking and refresh your memory. I want you to remember that the Holy Prophet said long ago and what our Lord and Savior commanded through our apostles. Most importantly, I wanted to remind you that in these last days, scoffers will come, mocking the truth and following their own desires. They will say, what happened to the promise that Jesus is coming again? From before the times of our ancestors, everything has remained the same since the world was first created. They deliberately forget that God made the heavens and the word of his command by the word of his command. And he brought the earth from the, out from the water and surrounded it with water, then he used the water to destroy the ancient world with a mighty flood. And by the same word the present heaven and heavens and earth have been stored up for fire. They are being kept for the day of judgment when ungodly people will be destroyed. But you must not forget this one thing, dear friends. A day is like a thousand years to the Lord, and a thousand years is like a day. The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. But the day of the Lord will come as unexpected as an unexpected <laughs> let me try that one again. But the day of the Lord will come as unexpectedly as a thief. Then the heavens will pass away with a terrible noise and the very elements themselves will disappear in fire and the earth and everything on it will be found to deserve judgment. Since everything around us is going to be destroyed like this, what holy and godly lives you should live. Looking forward to the day of God and hurrying it along. On that day he will set the heavens on fire and the element will melt the elements will melt away in the flames but we are looking forward to the new heavens and new earth as he has promised a world filled with god's righteousness and so dear friends while you're waiting for these things to happen make everything to be found living peaceful lives that are pure and blameless in his sight and remember our lord's patience gives people time to be saved This is what our beloved brother Paul also wrote you in his wisdom, with the wisdom God gave him. Speaking of these things in all of his letters, some of his comments are hard to understand, and those who are ignorant and unstable will have twisted his letters to mean something quite different, just as they do with other parts of the scripture, and this will result in their destruction. And Peter's final words I am warning you ahead of time, dear friends, be on guard so that you will not be carried away by the errors of these wicked people and lose your own secure footing. Rather, you must grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. All glory to Him, both now and forever. Amen. Okay, <laughs> and that is the end of 2 Peter altogether. Some of these chapters are so short, but um, just to hit on a few things. So I think it's really profound. Um, I think we can see it now that in these end times, and I mean, we don't know how long these end times truly will be, but I don't think we can argue the fact that they're, they mock the truth, follow their own desires, do what they want to do. And have just kind of given up on the concept that Jesus is coming soon, or a lot of them have. Um, but you know, I think if you think back, that many of the Israelites felt the same way about the first coming of Jesus, that there was a Savior that they were promised, and they were looking for him, and they were looking for him. And by the time he got there, they had become complacent, and they weren't looking for him so much anymore. And when he did come, they missed it. And they did not he didn't come the way they expected him to. And I think sometimes I think that's sort of the way that... Um, other people's other people miss it, but um, it's saying that the in the first judgment on Noah's day, it was judged by water, and the second coming it will be judged by fire, and that that same fire is also described in Revelations in um, chapter nineteen and twenty. It says. Um, um, that part was from, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going back and forth between, I need to say which I'm, is me in the Life Application Bible, but, um, that was a little mix of both. Um, it also says that God may have seemed slow to these believers as face as they faced persecution every day. I mean, these people were really facing a lot more than we can even imagine, so they were like, I'm ready for this to end. I want to keep following Christ, but I would like this to be over, but, um, you know, he's reassuring them that I know it seems slow and I know you went out of this misery, but, um, the goal, and I think it's a beautiful goal that he doesn't want anyone to be judged. Um, the judgment is a default. It is not a wrath. It is not, we get it wrong all the time, but, um, it's a recipient of, being entrenched in sin you cannot be in the presence of an almighty holy god and and be fully entrenched in sin and so the default is a judgment that he is trying desperately to save you from um or not just you but everyone from and so it's a beautiful picture of he's like keep waiting, keep holding, holding out for you, holding out for your brother, your sister, your mother, your father, you know, he wants them all just like you would want your siblings to join you in something and not and escape something horrible that was supposed to happen. Um, But it reminds us that it's going to come unexpectedly like a thief. It's not going to be something that we have a lot of foresight to come to see coming. And that's how we need to respond. Um I think it's really interesting and I mean I think you could take it all Sorry, <laughs> young Crapton. I think you could take it um, you know, very literal or somewhat figurative, but the heavens will pass away with a terrible noise and the very elements themselves will disappear in fire and the earth and everything on it will be bound to deserve judgment. There's a whole lot there and um I mean, it's saying that it will be sudden and terrible for those who don't believe in him. But for morally clean and spiritually alert, this is coming from the live application Bible. It won't come as a surprise. Um, realizing the earth is going to be burned up, we should put our confidence in what is lasting and eternal and not be bound to earth and its treasure or pursuits. Do you spend more of your time put it piling up possessions or striving to develop a Christ-like behavior? I'm sorry, character is what that one says. Um... It's so good just to remember, you know, the Bible reminds us again and again and again how fleeting the things of this world are and how lasting what He has for us is, even though it's so hard to understand and picture because this is all we know. Um, But it just says, you know, make every effort to be found living peaceful lives that are pure and blameless in His sight. We live like it's going to happen tomorrow. And yet, if you think about all the people that you love they may or may not understand and know Him and, and understand too. And this is tough. Um, I've dealt with it myself, but there are people who recognize there is a God but do not truly, like, surrender. And yeah, I'm not judging them. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying... I would rather than I would rather have a time to be sure that they're coming with me as much as possible, and so um we've got to live like that's the case and to help those around us to to love and understand him and I guess that's pretty much it I'm looking for if there's anything else like super um important um it says here, um, <laughs> I don't want to sound like super negative because I don't feel like that it is and I'm just not trying to be gloom and doom. I mean, I'm just rigging, but you know. Um, we should not become lazy and complacent because Christ has not yet returned. This is the life application Bible notes. Um, instead, we should live in eager expectation for His coming. What would you like to be doing when Christ returns? That is what how you should be living each day. And Um, Oh, this is good, too. God's purpose for people is not destruction, but recreation. God will purify the heavens and earth by fire. Then he will create them anew. We can joyously look forward to the restoration of God's good world. And there was a place, I should mention that, too, um, that it said... No, I have to find it again. But it was saying how the earth will then become a a more um just and fair kind of earth. There it goes, like I guess it'll say, um, a world filled with God's righteousness don't you get tired of living in a sinful world with the horrible things that happen to children, people, you know, they're stealing. There's, you know, I mean, we had a, um, a hit and run yesterday in our town. Um, you know, I mean, there's things that happen all the time that break my heart. And can't you, can't we at least be excited about living in a world that suddenly is, is lacking in that and filled with his righteousness, Oh, what a nice day that would be to have a break from, from the things we see. If you get upset when you hear the horrible things that happen in the news or the people you know or whatever... This is where we can find our joy is that that is fleeting. And I know it's hard because we are living in a broken and sinful world. And it's hard to understand why things happen. But we have to understand that while he God can use anything for our good, He doesn't make everything happen. Because we have free will and there is sin in this world. And we are not in the world that He designed for us yet. The world that He designed for us is a world without those things without sin and the and the fallen and so forth. So that is our hope and, and it's an encouragement and I know like again some of a world struggle when it comes to things like end times and so forth but I hope and I pray that you can see the hope in it and how much he loves you and every person because he wants to rescue them all from the judgment that has to happen has to happen because how can you have this amazing righteous clean world and still have all these sinful people you can't and that's not how it was designed and so um i hope that you find peace with that and and hope and not not fear and trepidation and so forth and so Um, I know that might be quite a heavy load if you're starting your day with this and I apologize, but I hope that you will see the hope in it. And if you like have something that happens in your day that discourages you, that you'll realize that a lot of the things that are so hard are all because of the sin nature that is in the world. And that one day we will be able to be free from that as long as we look to God as our savior. And with that, I hope that you have a wonderfully blessed day and um, that you will come back where you will be starting 1st John tomorrow. Thank you. Have a wonderful day.